Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today on the show, we are wrapping up our sex abuse series. And we have uh, Kim Elric here and we have Kim Nichols here. (laughs) Kim Nichols is joining us again. Today, though, we really want to kind of do like a wrap up show because we've given you all this information. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to first start off talking about grooming and talking about Jamie, the counselor, and her rating scale that she did. And she said, you know, it's like next talk is like a zero to 10. 10 is where the scary abuse happens or whatever. And one is she gave the example of an adult may say, hey, go get me a beer and let's drink it and don't tell your parents. Could be just using the F word. Don't tell your parents. And then if the child keeps that secret, they move to two, you know, and then it's something else like showing them a nude. And then if the the child keeps that secret, we move to three. So if we understand how this works. Right. Let's talk about how we have the conversations with our kids to prevent that from happening. So the red flags alerts go off in their brain when it starts happening. Kim, I want to start with you, Nichols, because (laughs) we've shared your story and you've said this was tough to have these conversations as a survivor because it's a trigger point for you. Right. It brings back the thoughts of how you were groomed. I had to get to a calm place, a healed place in myself. I think that's important for people who have abuse in their past to get to that place of being able to handle it calmly when you're talking to your own children about this stuff. Um, <clears throat> and like you talked about, grooming, is a, it's a manipulation and it's a process. Um, I taught my kids really early on to what manipulation looked like. And we touched on this a little bit mm-hmm. in the With second Kim's show when story. you were told your story, Kim. But to, how to identify when they were being manipulated by anyone. Because within the grooming process, the, the an abusive person who's trying to groom a child for sexual abuse or something like that, it starts out slow and they do see what they can get away with and see the child's reaction. Mm -hmm. And if the child reacts in a way like, wait a minute, then they're going to back off a little bit and go a little slower. But if the child doesn't, like, keeps the secret or doesn't react, then they're going to keep going and take another step and see Mm -hmm. how far that they can get. Um, And because it's so slow and it's such a slow process, it's very hard for a child to know what's going on and see it for what it is because it's a slow, gradual process. One of the things when we talk about grooming in our home, when we talk about this step, I think one of the things, too, that we must point out to our kids, because sometimes they think we talked on this a little bit in show one, abuse is violent or that it's awful. I tell them groomers look like me. They look like pastors. They look like coaches. They look like your teachers. They're not going to be this big, scary monster. Yes. And I think sometimes kids get in their image that only big, scary monsters would try and touch them inappropriately, right. where we need to be having these conversations that these 
normal people can be groomers. Normal looking right. people. I'm using air quotes well, there. Family. Well, and anybody. And, and that's what we talk about when we talk about safe people and unsafe people. People who appear to be safe in the beginning, your family members, your neighbors, you may, they may be playing at a neighbor's house or their coaches. People you trust and feel safe with can do something and try to manipulate you. And that it may be completely innocent Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, a transactional relationship. If mm-hmm. you do this, then you get this kind yes. of a thing. But if it's someone actually trying to get them to do something that makes them uncomfortable, then you have to have the conversation with your child. That person we thought was a safe person, but now they're an unsafe person. That's yeah. someone you can't trust. Like that's something that I talked with my kids about when they were younger and going to neighbors' houses to play. Well, we think that they're nice and we talk to them out in the neighborhood, but we don't really know what goes on in their home behind closed doors. We don't really know those people. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes people that we think are one thing turn out to be something completely different. And and you can have those age-appropriate conversations as they get older. Um, You're not immediately going to start talking about grooming and explaining what that is. You just explain that sometimes people that we think we can trust turn out that we can't, but I want you to be able to identify when these things happen and immediately come and tell me. And I like with the young ones too, I try to role play with my kids a lot because I have the youngest ones on our team. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times the words, like as my kids get older, I'll give them words. Um, I'll ask them how it feels when this happens, Right. but we'll role play a lot and I'll just pretend to do something or say something or Mm -hmm. put them in a situation. I'm like, how does that make you feel? What would you say if this happened? Because I want them to have the experience in an age appropriate way, not a scary Mm -hmm. way. Um, of what that might look like. Because a lot of times there, it's unexpected. You know, it's unexpected how it feels. And so mm-hmm. then they don't know what to do. Right. So I've tried, especially with some of these bigger things, as they go outside of my door, which I want them to do, yes. to equip them with knowing what it feels like and sometimes having a word for it um, yes. in a role play situation. Well, because if you've already had those conversations, that's why open communication is so important. Yes from all ages you're not mm-hmm. taking away their innocence you're empowering them yes. with tools to protect themselves yes. but if you've already had that conversation with mom or dad and you've role-played some things that you could say to mm-hmm. get out of an awkward situation words you could use or whatever when it happens in that moment and you're kind of in that shock because children tend to freeze to yes. self-protect yes they They don't know what to say or do, so they just freeze in that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you've already talked to them about some of these things and given them some words and some actions, that's what springs into their head. Mm -hmm. And that's what might save them from getting into something that they don't need to be. So my, you know, I have an elementary age child and I have a high schooler. Mm -hmm. Well, my high schooler, we've talked about grooming. We've talked, we've talked about the scale because I can talk about that. You can talk about that. With my son though, you know, we haven't got as detailed into that. Mm -hmm. But one thing that we've said to him is, um, and we did this starting in kindergarten probably just because I was more aware with him Mm -hmm. because I had missed it with my daughter, Mm -hmm. um, was, Hey, if any adult or child asks you to keep a secret from us, That's a red flag alert in your brain. And I'll never forget, like, it's just a conversation and a guideline we just created. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget the first time he came to me. It was years ago. I mean, um, years ago. And he said, um, we did something in school today and it was no big deal what they were doing in school. Like, Mm -hmm. like they took a nap, like a 10 minute (laughs) nap or whatever. Um, But the teacher said, don't tell your parents. Uh. And he came home. I wasn't mad about the nap. Mm -hmm. 
I was mad about the don't tell your parents. Mm-hmm. Right. But Which that, they were probably just saying in it passing. Was a very you know, like joking. And I yeah. want to yeah. point that out because even like I've heard and we've had situations in my own family, grandparents, you mm-hmm. know, um, what, what happens at grandparents innocent. stays at grandparents. Yes. Like yes. phrases like that. Let's mm-hmm. think about that because mm-hmm. it's teaching our kids to keep things from parents. Right. And kids get confused. And if they're undergoing trauma and then they're hearing these like, yes. well, do we have to tell our parents? the? What do we tell mm-hmm. them? And, you know, we're over here trying to create a culture of real, honest conversation in our homes where they're telling us everything. So let's be careful of that and and talk with our kids about secrets. Do you want to say something, too, about the safe secrets versus? Well, I did the same thing with my kids from early on. I always told them if anyone ever says to you, this is a secret or don't tell mom and dad, that's a big red flag that goes off in your head. Mm -hmm. And you immediately do come tell mom and dad, whatever it is. And that person might be someone who's no longer a safe person. That is what I was getting to. It may be completely innocent, like you're talking about with grandparents and things. And we had those conversations, but it might not be. So I want you to come talk to me about it so that we can talk through it and figure out is this just an innocent grandma said, don't tell mom and dad, or is this something that someone's truly trying to keep you to keep a secret from mom and dad? I was talking to a mom one time and she said, we have a stoplight system. A mm-hmm. red is this person has been red flagged there. No, a yellow is they've said something in passing that causes us to think what, right. but we think it's just innocent and mm-hmm. they just don't realize it. And green is a shape person. And so yeah. we move people to yellow people. You know, when yeah. somebody comes home, a coach cusses and says, right. don't tell your parents. And, you know, I'm thinking, OK, the coach is probably yeah. fine, but we're going to move this person to a yellow. Right. Because they asked you to keep but a having secret. that kind of language that makes sense to your kids. Yes. Is the important part. Yeah. It yeah. Is. Um, I used to always also have my kids check in with me regularly when they were little before cell phones and all those things. And I'm not talking about it. Every 10 minutes, you have to come home and tell me where you are. But every hour or so, like when they were out playing with neighbors, Mm -hmm. um, it was just to come touch base with me. Or before you go into, if you're playing outside, that's fine. But before you go into someone's house, come tell me or ask me, Mm -hmm. is it okay if I go into this house? And what are we going to be doing? And then within an hour or so of playing, you need to come touch base with me and go, hey, we're still playing this, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, when they got cell phones, then it was a text. Mm-hmm. And it just became normal operating procedure for my family that even as my daughters moved into high school and college, like they would just, hey, I'm, we're leaving school now, going to go to Whataburger, you know, mm-hmm. leaving leaving the restaurant now, headed to the movies, or I'm headed home now. Just those kinds of things that became normal operating procedure that we always checked in with each other. Um, and also that they always made me aware of anyone who tried to spend time with them alone without my permission. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's one. Especially really good. an older, like an adult or a, or a child that's older, older child. than them wants to spend time with you one-on-one, but you haven't asked me or no one's talked to me about it. Yeah. I need to know that. Yes, that's good. Well, that's and also, mm-hmm. you know, trust that Holy Spirit. You know, if oh, you've yes. got a freshman kid wanting to hang out with your third grader all the time, yes. I mean explore that that's a little bit of we a need red to talk. flag yes mm-hmm. and um you know not that you have to be judgmental or be mean no. or confront but you need to be aware and having mm-hmm. the conversations with your kids yeah i always i tell 
now we can say the Holy Spirit. When they were really little, I would talk about that gut feeling, that feeling inside you that makes yeah. you feel like something's just not right. Something feels off. I said, trust that. I want you to trust that gut feeling. If you're mm-hmm. even family members, mm-hmm. if my kids are like, I don't, I don't really like being around them, yes. or or he makes me feel uncomfortable. That's a big one for me. Yes. I'm like, well, then you have every right to say, that's making me uncomfortable. I don't, I don't feel comfortable with this. Um, even later on in life with teachers other adults that were in like a respectful position Mm -hmm. that asked them to do something that made them feel uncomfortable. I wanted them to know you have the right to say no ma'am or no sir. I don't feel comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. I'd like to call my mom or I'd like to call my dad and bring them into this meeting or talk about just letting them know that it's okay to have those boundaries and to say those kinds of things, even to an adult or someone they've been taught that they're supposed to respect or someone that's older than them. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by the PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Today we're talking with Kim Nichols again. Thank you for being back on the show. Thank you. We've walked through her story. We've talked about what that looked like as a mom, as a parent. And now on this fourth show in our series, we're really delving into some of those conversations to have that can protect your kids. You are giving them tools to literally protect them from abuse. And that's why it's so important for everyone to listen to this series, whether you have been abused or not. At the end of the day, we want to protect our kids, and that's right. what this is about. And it's important to have those conversations with them early on so it just becomes so natural for them to talk yes. to you about things like this because I always say kids protect their parents just like we as parents try to protect so our true. kids. I feel like that was part of why I didn't say anything to my parents for so long once I did realize that I'd been a victim of something. Um, I wanted to protect them. I didn't want to upset them. I didn't want to make them sad. Um, our kids try to protect us from things. They don't, oh, that's going to freak mom out or that's going to really upset her. They don't want to tell us those things. So we want that conversation to just be so normal and so calm. Like we always talk about it next talk about staying calm and mm-hmm. don't freak out no matter what they say. Let them know I'm going to love you no matter what you tell me. That's all part of the same communication. I always tell my kids, I don't want you to suffer in silence. So yes. whatever is bothering you in that little brain of yours, I want you to speak it out loud. Yes. Because when you don't, sometimes Satan works in that, in those secrets, in the dark, mm-hmm. in the isolation. And he will create things in your mind that aren't true about yourself. Like yes. he's going to tell you you're bad or you're, you know, and so speaking that out loud. So anytime you're trapped in that thought of this is bothering me mm-hmm. and I go back when I, when I have those conversations with my kids now, Kim, about that, I actually visualize you and your friend on the playground <laughs> 
and how you couldn't go. You know, there was just that barrier. You weren't sure that, that moment kind of go. got me stuck. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we want to be that for our kids when they're trying to figure out if this is normal or not. Yes. Like that's the kind of culture we want in our home that they can come and say, this is bugging me, mom. Help right. me figure this out. Like, is this, re- is this right or okay? Or Right. I really think too, you know, something that you said um, a long time ago, and I started saying this to my kids recently, and I tapped into the feelings that I had as a kid of wanting to protect my mom. She was a single mom. She worked mm-hmm. hard and I didn't want to add yes you add don't to the burden to I didn't the want to add to the I got this wanna, mm-hmm. you know so I've been telling my kids a lot this last year like you can tell mom anything it's yes. not going to knock me over it's not going to crush me I may be sad for a minute right. but I'm in this with you and sometimes they'll be like are you sure I'm like yes, <laughs> yes. I'm like tell I said if you feel like it might be something that makes me sad or mad that's probably the thing you need to tell me so I'm trying to take every opportunity to let them know like I'm going to be okay like this is about our relationship right and then the other thing with parents um that has just been heavy on my heart lately is so often our own shame um prevents us from protecting our kids in other words our kid might say, I don't really want to hang out with this boy or go to the neighbor's house. Yes. Like, You're going to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. Or their mom is going to wonder why. Or they're I'm our best friends. No. Or they're, or they're our best friends. friends. Like, we don't do that. Yes. Like and making we, that relationship. Yes. We're forcing so it. worried mm-hmm. about creating an uncomfortable situation that we're not really right. hearing our kids. And so our own inability to protect our kids because we're worried about or to not want to look awkward or in not front of whoever. Awkward. Mm-hmm. Yes creates these situations sometimes where we're putting our kids in danger. Yeah. So we gotta really, I think it. we got to flip it, flip mm-hmm. the switch. And we've got to really think about our, what's more important here? Yes. My kid or an awkward situation. Yes. And I'm hoping that all of us will say my kid, Oh yeah. you know? And so definitely. I think we really need to take a minute and analyze our motivations. Yeah, definitely. And getting, letting your kids know like not suffering in silence, mm-hmm. letting it out. It's the same as those of us as who became adults and we're holding on to this. Like I talked about in the other show about the open wound and not putting the bandage on yes. it. When I finally had the realization, like I talked about looking for the hero and someone to save me, I remember where I was sitting in church in a group where it became clear to me all of a sudden. It was like a light bulb moment. Jesus saved me. Yes. Jesus has been protecting me. Yes. And I stopped asking or questioning, why did God let this happen to me? And I started thinking, how does God want me to use this? How can I help other people with this? What does God want me to do with it? And in talking and sharing my story, talking is so healing. Mm -hmm. And we talked about in one of the other shows about when you... talk about it and another person says oh my goodness that that happened to me too Mm -hmm. there's validation and there's strength in that Mm -hmm. so getting that clear to your children so that they don't feel the need to stay quiet and suffer in silence is so important because I don't want my children to become the adult that's held on to something Mm -hmm. forever because I see the effects of it and I would say, parents, this starts out with little things. I mean, little, little bitty things. I mean, I'm like when your little kid comes home to you and says, Mom, I got hit with a ball on the face on the playground today, and I've been embarrassed all day about it, and I'm really struggling. Like, I'm talking about these moments. These are the moments where your kids are being vulnerable. They are 
frustrated, they are stressed, they are embarrassed, and they you don't want them to suffer in silence. If you are there in those little moments, then it becomes standard operating procedure. And in mm-hmm. the big moments, when somebody tries to touch them inappropriately or shows right. them something and tells them to keep it secret, then it's going to be standard operating procedure to come right. to you. But we've got to catch the little moments. And it's sometimes hard not to brush things, brush their feelings yes. off when you're busy and mm-hmm. everything's crazy in the house and they're trying to tell you about something that's upset them mm-hmm. or made them angry or whatever. It's hard. I know I've struggled with this myself of going, oh, that that all that's happened to everybody. Like, yes. and and kind of dismissing their feelings or yes. minimalizing, yes. which is what we I talked wanna, about. We want to validate them and be like, oh, I understand. I get yeah, it. Just in all those little moments where yeah. they feel like, okay, mom's really listening to me, or mom's got my back. Yeah. Um, so that they feel comfortable continuing to come with bigger things. Well, and any time they come to me with some of those little things, I'll finish the conversation by saying, aren't you glad you didn't hold that in? Yeah. Do you feel feel better now? Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, oh, I just wanted to walk through the door, get it off my chest, Mm -hmm. cry a little bit. And then I feel so much better. And I'll say, that is why we say you don't suffer in silence. So Mm -hmm. anything that's bugging you, Anything that's in that little head of yours that's bothering you, Mm -hmm. that's why we talk about it, Mm -hmm. you know, and because they feel better and you capitalize on that and remind them this is why you feel better. Mm -hmm. I think another point to add on to that is um, teaching your kids from a young age how you mentioned this, like appropriate boundaries and relationships with adults. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that, too, is teaching them that they it's okay for them to have a voice with adults. And so that's one of the things we've been working on. Like if you my son recently was upset with a teacher about some decisions that she had made and I thought they were semi valid. Mm -hmm. Um, And my first thought was like, I'm going to go and talk to her about it helicopter Mm -hmm. mom that was your first thought well my first thought was like i'm gonna mention it to her because she might not see it from this perspective not like stepping in like oh you did this but just like i'm just gonna mention it and then i was like no i want him to know how to um appropriately and respectfully teach talk to adults Mm -hmm. so when it is a bad situation he's used to being able to speak up because i know a lot of kids who will shrink away when there's adults in the room. And that's really hard for us as parents sometimes yes. to not just automatically not have that there. conversation and not even think about how valuable it could be to have the kid yes. be a part of it. Yes. It's just your natural instinct to, well, I'll talk to I'll the adult. I'll just fix it. I'll go I'll talk go to go them. Talk to I'll them. figure yes. this out. Yes. And not letting them step up yes. and handle it. And that's it's really important for them. Yeah. it's. I think all of these things are just part of training them with these tools that protect them mm-hmm. as they get older. And then when they are in a situation, they have all these tools that they can pull out of their tool belt. Right. Not just one yes. and, or none in some cases. Agree. Parents, we are um, covering a lot of stuff here. We did put together some talking points for you. We wanted you to leave this series with a tangible thing that you could have in your hands. You can text the word sex abuse, all one word, to 44222. We put some talking points together for conversations to have with your kids. We did this in in collaboration with the counselor that had joined us. Um, You can get these emailed to you free. Um, I wanted to get that in before we do closing remarks. But, Kim, I want you to just jump in here. I just, again, want to say, like, you've been so brave. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it has been, like, such an honor, like, walking for our whole team, walking through this journey with you Mm -hmm. to seeing what God is doing. I mean, I remember being in an event and a woman came up to me and we didn't, we weren't even talking about sex abuse. And she said, it's affecting all my parenting. Like she came up to me mm-hmm. and I looked at her and I said, 
you're not alone. Hold on. I have somebody for you to talk to. Because <laughs> right. I wasn't that person, right. but I knew you were. And that was such a precious, precious yeah. conversation that I had with that mom. And it was really the moment that I went, okay, God, I get it. Like, yeah. you've been poking me for a long time. I'm finally going to – it was uh, – one of our friends said, um, the Holy Spirit's neon sign flashing. Yes. <laughs> That's what it's it was. Time. It was it's like, time. okay, stop trying to chicken out of this and just move in the way that God's pushing you. So um, I think that's what we've done. But I think it's really important for parents. I want this whole series to be for parents, both those who have abuse in their past and those who do not, and how you have to kind of come together and figure out how to work it for your parenting Um, Because bottom line, we just want to protect our kids. I just want to help as many parents walk through this journey as possible and help protect as many kids as possible. Yeah, we want want to help parents with that healing process if they need it. Yes. And then we have got to move into these preventative conversations because these numbers numbers are crazy. These stats that we've shared, we have got to start preventing this and keeping our kids safe. And that's one of my biggest points is for parents that have had abuse in their past, get to a healthy place for you yes. so that you are better equipped to help your kids. Because if you're trying to work from a, well, I'm already an adult and that's in my past and I, you need to work through it and get a professional to help you walk through it and let your family know how to help you walk through it. So you are equipped to handle those situations that spark you when your kids come in and tell you something that may be completely innocent or it may not but you handle it appropriately because you've healed and you're ready to tackle parenting and within our series on our third show we had jamie marchand she's a licensed therapist and you can find her at sacounselor.com she's a great resource if you are walking through this and you need a professional reach out to her um she is trauma specialized um so she can help you walk through it and get to a healthy place so you can be that resource for your kids. And like you said, that's what this is all about at the end of the day. And your bravery and your willingness to bring it into the light in all areas of your personal life. And Mm -hmm. then now here on the show and moving forward with others is really what God is calling us to do. And you have done that and set such a beautiful example. Thank you for being willing to do that. And listeners, if you want to share your stories, if you want to reach out to us about this series, email us at admin at nexttalk.org or DM us on social media. Thanks for being on the show, Kim. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Next Talk.